It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. If you want to know what it's like to have a fourth, just imagine you're drowning. And then someone hands you a baby. This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome on into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. I am Lindsay Ertz. I'm so honored today to have my guest with me. I am talking to an Olympian, you guys, a silver medalist, Noelle Pikes Pace. You may remember that name. She competed in the skeleton in 2010 in Vancouver and then won a silver medal in 2014 in Sochi. Noelle, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Lindsay. It's so excited. I've been looking forward to talking with you for such a long time. So thanks for having me. I'm very excited you're here. And like I said off the air, it is an honor to talk to an Olympian because I'm just a, a mom in my basement right now. I don't really get to you know, talk to Olympians too often. So I feel very honored. Oh, and it's never just a mom in the basement. I am in my basement right now. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Life in 2020, right? That's right. (laughs) So I want to introduce my listeners to you. You have Utah ties. You were born and raised in Utah, uh, but you competed in the Olympics. And I want to know sort of, I know this is a broad question, but how did you get here? Yeah, for sure. Um, So I grew up in Orem, Utah, um, competed in sports through high school, got into bobsledding and skeleton. Um, I competed in those sports. I competed in bobsled only for a year and then skeleton for 15 years. If you can put 15 years on the ice, in and out of competitions, I absolutely loved it. Um, I competed and graduated um, from Utah Valley University. So seriously, like when you talk born and raised in Utah, like I am like deep rooted here. This is home and uh, graduated from Utah Valley University and uh, ran track and field there. I love track and field. Um, I continue to coach track and field to the youth um, right now, which is well, (laughs) hopefully, you know, once the pandemic clears away, um, I'll continue to coach uh, track and field for the youth. And I just love it. So now we're in Saratoga Springs with our four kids and just living it up, loving life, and um, hopefully helping people to live a life on purpose. Yeah, this is really cool. We're going to talk about some of your online courses that you have coming up and a program you're launching. Um, But you have, uh, as I understand it now, four children from ages 12 down to five. But when you were an Olympian, you had two little kids, right? In in 2014? Yeah, yeah. I did. And that was a tricky balance, you know, like it's hard, but to be honest, like I think a lot of people see being an Olympian as, oh, I can't even relate to that. Like being a mom and seeing an Olympian is like, oh, but you're an Olympian. I've heard people say that, but you're an Olympian. You can do those things. And it's not true. (laughs) Like, like being an Olympian and having those two kids, it was the same thing as like all the things that we're feeling as moms, like trying to balance work and life and balance getting food on the table. Like my kids still had to eat, you know, like (laughs) I still had to go to, a PTA meeting for, you know, to figure out a program or something like that. So um, really it was a challenge, but at the same time, um, I I grew so much in that experience, but it was exciting. It was an exciting time and it still is. And uh, I think just really finding that balance in life was key to making it successful, was finding what worked and what didn't work and a lot of failures before success, but, but being okay with that. So how old were your two kids in 2014 when you won that silver medal? So my boy was two and um, our daughter was, 
she turned six right before it. So okay, six Noelle, and two. those are the ages of my kids right now. <laughs> this day, there is no way I'm competing for a silver medal at this stage in my life. And Lindsay, we, it's possible. <laughs> I know. You're going to have to convince me more than the listeners that following your dreams is still possible when you have two little kids because I've basically thrown my hands in the air just saying this is a stage in my life where I'm just going to suffer through it. But but we are going to get into that in a little bit. How to follow your dreams when your kids are little. But talk to me about what it was like training and just, you know, I, I'm trying to work out in my basement right now and my body's not quite back there, even though it's been two years since I had a kid. What was that all like for you? Oh, yeah, it was tough. Um, I have back problems. I I mean, like I've had previous injuries and after having babies, like my body just wasn't the same, you know, like it just really wasn't my young 20 year old self. So honestly, a big part of that was really adapting to not focus on what I can't do um, because there, were, there, there are still a lot of things I can't do, but instead to focus on what I can do. So as moms, a lot of times we just, you know, turn to that thought in our mind that say, oh, I can't do that because of this, or I can't do that, or I wish I could, or this or that, or comparing ourselves with others. And that's a complete no-no as well, um, which is so much easier said than done. But um, just really focusing on what we can do. And even if that's just like a tiny little small improvement that we make today to celebrate it, like to just be like, you know what? I did something for myself today that made me just a little bit better. And so I'm going to be okay with these small little improvements. And going to the Olympics was no different than that. It was just really giving myself room for error and room for not being pretty. <laughs> like, like there were times when my coach would be like, okay, you've got to do this big, you know, speed workout where you have to do these sprints and you're supposed to like most Olympians would like take these weights and tie it around their waist and they go sprinting on these grassy fields. And my idea of that was taking my kids in the stroller and pushing them up a hill. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like, here's my weight training for the day. Like I've got to just take my kids and push them up a hill and that's as good as it gets today. So um, you just adapt and improvise and just try to be a little bit better today than yesterday. Yeah, I love that message. Noelle Pike is Pace. She is a, a silver medalist from the Sochi Olympics in 2014 uh, in the skeleton. Noelle, I just um, wonder, you know, I sort of have this mindset right now that there are are seasons of life, right? Where again, my kids are so little that I'm just sort of like, waiting until we can get to they don't need me every two seconds to focus on my dreams a little bit more. And that's a function of my partnership as well. But how do you balance that mindset that, you know, there is a season for things, but also like you won a silver medal when you had two kids my age. How do you balance that? Because I think some people could find solace in the fact that like, listen, just right now is just not my time. I'll just take care of my kids. I'll focus on my kids for a minute. Um, but then at the same time, you're saying, well, you don't, you don't necessarily have to do that. You can follow your dreams, even with your little kids. Yeah, for sure. Lindsay, that's a great question. Um, I think first of all, you have to just believe that it's possible. Like just say, you know what there, okay. If I could just find, so one thing that I've loved to focus on, um, especially after the Olympics, like post Olympics and now really in this mom mode, um, is just what can I do in 10 minutes today? So a lot of us will just like, you know, 
flip to social media, how often do we just find ourselves kind of scrolling through social media and there goes 20, 30, 50 minutes, whatever amount of time that is. And what I found is if I could just be intentional with my time, um, I can find a lot more time for me. Um, and it won't be so much of like, oh, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for me. But instead to say, so for myself, I had to take social media off of my front pages. This is just one little glimpse into what I've had to do. I have to be intentional about my time in social media because then it opens up that 10 minutes of me time where I want to improve on a goal or something that at the end of the day, I can look back and say, I am more like, yes, being a mom is absolutely top notch and that's where I want to be. But we all have more talents than, you know, cleaning up the dishes and, and making dinner and doing things that, you know, we love to do and <laughs> need to do. And um, I don't know if I love so doing dishes, that. but I know yeah. what you're saying. We're <laughs> <laughs> just trying, you know? But there's more, like there's more and we can, even if it's just 10 minutes a day. So just simple things like that, just focusing on ourselves for 10 minutes. We can all, we can all find 10 minutes. I, I truly believe that. I love that. Noelle Pike is pace a silver medalist from the sochi olympics in the skeleton we'll take a break more with noel when we come back on the mom show you've joined the mom show being a mom can be tough sometimes we try to make it easier here's Lindsay Ertz on ksl news radio Welcome back into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. If you missed our first segment, we are talking with Noelle Pikes Pace. She is a silver medalist from the 2014 Sochi Olympics in the skeleton. Noelle, first and foremost, how do you get into the skeleton? That seems like a rather obscure sport. It is very obscure. It's not something that people just say, oh, when I grow up, I want to do skeleton. You know, did you think of that? I I sure didn't. Um, it was really right time, right place. I competed in track and field at Mountain View High School in Orem, Utah, and my track coach just happened to be helping out with the bobsled program up in Park City about an hour away. And so uh, they were re- recruiting track and field athletes to go up and try it. And so I was right time, right place. He asked me if I wanted to try it. And really the rest is history. I just fell in love with it. I fell in love with the speed and the thrill and the adrenaline. I'm not so much in love with the cold, you know, that just comes with the territory, but um, I fell in love with the sport. That is an intense sport too. I mean, you talk about the speed and the adrenaline, like I'm like pizza pie, French fry down the ski hill. So <laughs> I don't know how you just go hundred miles an hour down an icy chute. Oh, and fast is never fast enough. Like I always want to go faster. I mean, even if you're going 90 miles an hour with your chin less than an inch off the ice, I still wanted to go faster. Just, it's so fun. (laughs) I love that. So you had two little kids when you competed in Sochi in 2014. You won a silver medal and your kids were six and almost two. That's the age of my kids now. And it blows my mind that you are a trained Olympian with kids my age. I imagine you had some help, uh, in the form of a spouse. And certainly that makes a big difference. Um, you know, you, you mentioned that, uh, part of, uh, achieving your Olympic goals was sort of a family affair, doing things together as a family. Um, how do you, now, now you're, you've written a book and you're, um, you know, t- uh, you have online courses and, and you're a motivational speaker. How, how do you teach people how to follow their dreams, specifically mothers, to follow their dreams when they're in this young stage of motherhood? Because in my opinion, that's the hardest stage. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think first and foremost, um, just 
having that desire to want to be more, to want to do more. Um, motherhood is at the top of my list, to be honest with you. Um, nothing comes above it or before it. It's just, it's my favorite thing in the whole world. Um, but that doesn't mean that I don't want to be more in my life. And I've had a lot of people come up to me, a lot of moms really that have come up to me and said, you know, I feel like it's too late. It's too late for me to follow my dreams. I'm just stuck um, in this state in my life. Maybe the next stage will be easier. And, and even talking about it, having like young kids, you know, a two-year-old, a six-year-old having these young kids. And you think, you know, I just can't wait to get past to this stage. I can't wait till they can buckle their own car seat. I can't wait till they can pour their own milk as we talked while we were off, um, off air just recently. But, you know, every stage has its blessings and every stage has its challenges from what I'm finding. And so there's never going to be a perfect time to follow your dreams except today. So really just taking action and just deciding and determining who you are and who you want to become. Um, in this, I just created this 12 week e course, which I'm so excited about because I've spoken to a lot of people before, but I've wanted to do so much more. I don't want to just get on a stage and walk off and just hope that somebody make, you know, makes a difference in somebody's life. I really want to help transform people into the people that they want to become, um, to help them find their purpose in life, help them to overcome their fears. One of the lessons in this course, one of the weeks focuses on fear and anxiety and stress and how we can overcome those things and also where our mindset is and help define that purpose and really focus on those relationships around us. So I'm really excited about it. The first thing is just really having that desire and knowing that today is the best day to start. I love that message because I think I have fallen victim to the this is a season in my life mindset, which is, I think, a fine mindset to have if it brings you peace, like kind of like I will do this, but just not right now kind of thing, as opposed to, oh, this is a season. Uh, that's an excuse because I don't want to do it right, <laughs> right now. Yeah, right. And yeah. I think you can kind of gut check yourself and know the difference there. Um, but, but talk about just logistics for you. What was it like pursuing your dream of being an Olympian as you had these two little kids? It wasn't easy. Um, you know, I mentioned this a little bit, but, but, you know, people think that because I'm an Olympian, I can do all these hard things, but it's really not about being an Olympian. It's just about seeing where I am in this moment, not looking too far behind me and definitely not looking to the fear and this pressure or this stress ahead of me, but just being in the moment now. And I can always do the moment now. Like if I live in the present moment, if I live in this conversation and I'm here with you completely, 100% on this on air right now with you, and I'm not thinking about all the distractions around me, I can do that. I can give 100%. So I think just giving our best in the moment and being okay with what our best is and not always, you know, not comparing ourselves with what our neighbor's best is or our friend's best is. And um, just really focusing on what we can do now. And that's all it was with being an Olympian is just focusing on what I could control, letting go of the things I couldn't control and knowing that when, you know, <laughs> accidents happened with the kids and my whole schedule and my tasks, my to-do list completely got thrown out the window that I had to just like kind of throw my hands in the air and just say, <sighs> all right, you know, let's reset, like just hit. And I have this imaginary reset button. I just have to be like, okay, I just need to reset my day. Like right now, like I just need to start fresh because it has not gone the way I've hoped for it to go and have some humor with it. Like really just throw in a laugh here and there and just say, all right, here we go. Let's reset. Let's try again. Yeah. It's such a great mindset to have. I wonder if, um, are, are you able to compartmentalize like when you're with your kids, are you with your kids? And when you're on the ski slope, are you on or on the skeleton 
sorry, track. I don't know what track. it's called. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Um, I mean, because sometimes, I, and and this is a function of during the pandemic and working from home. Uh, you know, I'm I'm trying to do my job as a reporter here at KSL, and I'm making calls, and, and meanwhile, my kids are roaming around, but they're screaming and they're needing help. And sometimes I just get so stressed out trying to do both that I want to quit everything. <laughs> do oh, yeah. you are oh, you yeah. able to compartmentalize like that, or? Do you find yourself kind of multitasking? I have, um, I feel like we all have, I hope we all have these moments. Um, for me, when I hit my limit, I just like lay down on my kitchen floor and I like put my hands in there and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've hit my limit. And my husband walks in and he's like, uh, mom needs a break. Like, <laughs> so I think we all have those moments in those days where it's just not working. And we just are like, I just want to shut everything down. Like I just, I give up, you know, like you really do want to just throw your hands in the air. But, um, I think um, I'm, I'm trying to improve on this every day. And yes, there's days when I do much better than others trying to be present, be fully present, but it's a constant effort. I think the second that we just, um, I, you know, I, I fall into that trap of multitasking. My kids come home from school and I have my phone in hand or going through emails and I say, how's your day? And I'm really not listening to their day. They tell me a story. I'm, my eyes are on my computer and I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. 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 And I fall into that until, um, and then I'll have moments in time when I'll be like, okay, be where you are. And I close my computer and then I try to just make that eye contact with each child. Okay. So tell me about your day. And I realize what I've realized is really all they need is just a couple minutes. And then it's like, okay, now I can get back. They just need to know mom is there, but yes, it's hard. It's really hard to do, especially in this working at home lifestyle. So it's a lot of balance, daily commitment. Yeah. I love that. Noelle Pikes Pace, silver medalist in the skeleton in Sochi Olympics in 20. 2014. Now she's a motivational speaker. She's got a book and online courses. Uh, Noelle, where can people find you real quick if they want to buy your course or uh, check out your books or hire you to speak? Awesome. Yeah. Check out noellepikespace.com. Just go to my website and it's all right there and find me on social media, Noelle Pikespace. Perfect. We're going to dive more in with Noelle when we come back on The Mom Show. It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. If you want to know what it's like to have a fourth, just imagine you're drowning, and then someone hands you a baby. This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back into The Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. My guest today, an Olympian, you guys. This is such a big deal. She's had a silver medal around her neck. It is so impressive. <laughs> Noelle Pikes Pace uh, is uh, a silver medalist from the 2014 Sochi Olympics in the skeleton. Noelle, thank you for joining me today on The Mom Show. Lindsay, you are amazing. Thanks for having me. Does anyone gush over you the way I gush over you? I'm kind of fangirling <laughs> over here. I'm trying to make my husband gush over me that way someday. You know. <laughs> right. Okay, so you were born and raised in Provo. You live in Utah now, but you have spent time living all over the world. Um, likewise, you have four children. Two of those kids, you already were already born and were young under six when you won your silver medal in the skeleton in Sochi. I just can't even imagine. But now you're a public speaker and you have a book and you have online courses and you help people achieve their goals. And specifically, I wanted to talk to moms today about following your dreams as a mom, especially of young children. I feel like this is the hardest stage of motherhood when your kids' needs are constant and 
I don't know about you, but I always sort of feel like I have one foot in both doors. I'm always trying to take care of my kids and further my career and take care of my kids and do my job. And it's just kind of this ping pong of back and forth. And sometimes the balls get dropped. And But you really do teach people now uh, these four steps to follow your dreams in every stage of life. So if you're in a stage like mine and you've been there before where your kids were little, how do you advise women to follow their dreams? Yeah, great question, Lindsay. Um, Honestly, the first place to start is to take time, just set aside some time. If that means that you need someone to watch your kids for just a little bit, like take, take like an hour to just reflect on who you are and where you want to go. So number one is to discover, discover the talents, the skills that you would like to achieve, that you would like to accomplish. What, who do you want to be? What do you want to see? What do you want to read? What do you want to do? Who do you want to become um, outside of your career and being a mom or, um, you know, cleaning up or doing whatever it is that you, you have on your daily agenda? Is there something more that you want to do um, with your life? Then take that time to discover. So number one is just really take that time to reflect and discover who you want to become. Um, and one way that we do this, we actually do this as a family, which is great. Um, we love it. We usually get some butcher paper and what we'll do is we'll write out, um, just a list of things that each of us wants to do. Like, um, you know, maybe, maybe my, so we do this with our kids as well. I have a nine-year-old and a 12-year-old and then our twin five-year-olds and we do it with the older two anyway, and just have each of us, including myself, write out all these different things that I'd like to do like at least 20 things, like what, what classes would you, I would love to take a pottery class. I would love to take an art class and then narrow it down to your favorite three. Um, and then just start with one, just pick one and just start baby steps moving forward. So the first step is to discover what it is that you want to do or be or become. And then number two, just create a plan, like start planning it out and just take that action. So number three is actually take action. And, um, so number one, discover number two plan, number three, act. And number four is to reflect, look back and say, how did I do? How's it going? What do I want to do more? How can I become better? And just give yourself that little allotment of time each and every day to become who you want to become. I love that. As you sit down and sort of write these things, you kind of just discover like, oh yeah, I'm a full human being. (laughs) (laughs) Not just a mom who gives of all herself. You know, I think we sort of have this notion and maybe you could just tell me your thoughts on this. I think we have this notion, and I don't know if it's a Utah culture thing, but we sort of have this notion that moms are all self-sacrificing, right? That we give, like, the, the more you give of yourself, the better mom you are. And I'm certainly not suggesting that you shouldn't give of yourself as a mother, and certainly there are times where you sacrifice for your kids. But if you give all of yourself to where there's nothing left of you, I just don't quite understand the logic of how that makes you a, a good mom because my belief is that if you are the best version of yourself, that's literally the best thing you can do for your kids. I wow. Mean, I, you... I really can't say it better than what you just said. Like, <laughs> well, like I... really, you just like hit it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you, do you sense the same thing that sort of moms Absolutely. feel like they have to be all self-sacrificing? How do you balance oh. taking the needs for yourself when you have, your kids have so many needs too? Absolutely. I, I truly, I ha- I'm a firm believer that being well-balanced in our lives as moms is the best thing we can do for our kids. So if we're constantly giving, giving, giving in one area, so you can narrow, you can, you can separate life into many areas. You can talk about relationships and family and finances. And, uh, you know, you can talk about learning and growth. You can go into all these different avenues, but if you're so focused on just one area, how can your kids learn to be the best version of themselves? They're going to, you know, it's this skew 
skewed perception of, of becoming the best, but if they see you striving to develop your talent, striving to become better in other areas, seeing you work hard to achieve something, seeing you fail and how your resilience is, you know, shining through these moments and seeing you succeed, they're going to want to do the same. And that's only going to help your whole family as a whole. And I love that because you could argue that, you know, taking time away from your kids is quote unquote bad, right? But, but taking time away from your kids to develop the best version of yourself, like especially for women and girls, I feel like you can't be what you can't see. And watching your mom in particular follow her dreams and not just be a martyr for lack of a better word and taking care of you, like that's got to set such a better example than just... I'll be home with my kids 24 seven, but may not be happy doing it. Oh, I 100% agree. I grew up in a, in a family where both my parents worked full time. And I feel like that was actually one of the greatest gifts that my mom gave to me because um, I felt like because she had to work full time, not saying that this is for everybody by any means, but for us, it worked really well in our family situation. It allowed me to become so much more self-reliant um, in those moments when she was away from me, where I didn't constantly have to say, how do I do this? How do I get over this? How do I fix this? How do... And instead, I'd be like looking around and I'm like, I guess I need to figure this out. I guess I need to know how to, I need to learn how to do this. I need to work this out on my own. And then when she came home, she was intentional with that time with us. And so um, I see that as a huge blessing in my life um, to be able to see her working hard. And it's made me want to work hard because of her, her example. Such a great message. Noelle Pikes Pace is an Olympic silver medalist from the 2014 uh, Olympics in Sochi in the skeleton. In case you're just joining us, that is who we're chatting with today. Noelle, you had two kids uh, since the Olympics. You had two kids when you were competing and won a silver medal in the Olympics. Along these same lines of following your dreams at every stage of life, what lessons do you think your kids have learned from watching you compete as an Olympian? I think they've learned um, that success doesn't come easy and that, uh, you know, putting being all in to something that you believe in isn't the sacrifice that many look see it from it from a distance. I think they saw that the sacrifice was well worth it. And so they are now striving to fulfill their dreams and they are putting in this daily grind into the things that they love to do or the talents that they're discovering. Um, as, as a family, we try to implement this discover, you know, discover what your talents are um, and then make a plan to get there and then act on it. And then let's take a second to reflect and, and to think about how this is going. And as, as they have implemented this into their lives and seen what this Olympic journey, how that has all played out, they know it's not easy and they know it's in those daily uh, you know, those daily moments of hard work and grind and sweat and tears that makes something amazing possible. And so for them, it, it's worth it. It's worth it to see them and they're becoming more resilient. And man, we need resilience in a time like today in this pandemic situation, all of us could be a little stronger, a little bit more resilient. And, and I think that's probably the biggest thing that they've taken from it. I love that. I love that your kids have seen you and that's built resilience for them. That's really cool. Noelle Pikes Pace, she is a silver medalist from the Sochi Olympics, now a public speaker. She has uh, a book and she has uh, online courses that are coming out. Noelle, talk to me real quick about those online courses they're out now and what do you teach people in those and how can they get them 
So my online course, it's a 12-week course. I am so excited about it. Um, I've talked on stages for years and in front of thousands of people, but I really wanted to build something to create something that could transform people's lives rather than just something at the end of the day where they'd say, man, that was really cool. And then you go back to your daily life. But I want to teach people how to live on purpose. I'm, I took all these principles, 12 principles, 12 critical principles that led me to the success in the Olympics. And it starts with mindset. And then it goes to purpose, values. It talks about the relationships around you. This course teaches you how to overcome your fears and anxieties and stresses. And it goes through a whole slew of amazing um, topics and principles. So I'm just really excited about it. And you can find it on noelpikespace.com. I love it. That is so cool. Uh, Noelle Pikespace, my guest today. We'll take a break. One more segment with Noelle when we come back on The Mom Show. Back inside the Mom Show. Dads are welcome, but moms come here to be heard. We're with Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio. Welcome back into the Mom Show. Thank you for joining us. I am Lindsay Ertz. My guest today, Noelle Pikes Pace. She is an Olympian. You may recognize that name. She won a silver medal in 2014 in Sochi in the skeleton. Noelle, thank you for joining me today on the Mom Show. Thanks, Lindsay. It's great to be here. So great to get to know you and to chat with you. Now you are a public speaker. You uh, have spoken all over the world, I presume. And uh, you also have developed an online course to help people grow from good to great. And this is something I could use a lot of help with because I am by (laughs) no means there yet. Uh, But as you kind of develop this online personal development course, you have these um, sort of disciplines that sort of make up these chapters. And one of those disciplines you talk about is overcoming fear and anxiety. And I feel like that's something I have a lot of. (laughs) And part of part of it, I actually know exactly where it comes from. But I kind of don't want to admit where it comes from on the radio. So I (laughs) but I recognize where my shortcomings are. As far as what scares me, how do you overcome that? And maybe the first step is recognizing what they are, but but how do you do that? You just nailed a big portion of it, Lindsay. I think a lot of us um, are afraid to to admit our fail- our fears, like really to admit our anxiety, to admit our our struggles, our temptations, whatever that may be. Um, so the first thing is just becoming aware and recognizing it. So taking time, like it's all about just taking time, setting aside, really just set aside like an hour of your time. And that's easier said than done. But just like tell your spouse or whatever, just be like, this is going to benefit you just as much as it's going to benefit me. <laughs> so help me out here, you know, and take that time um, to really recognize what are those things that are holding you back. So as an Olympian, um, I was faced with fear every single day, like anxiety, stress, butterflies, um, sweaty hands, you know, whatever it may be. Um, the feeling of not being good enough, like was definitely one that I had to figure out and overcome. Um, and so there were, there's a lot that goes into this fear and anxiety, but number one, recognizing it. So one of the things um, that I teach in my online course is how to overcome those fears and that those anxieties and those stresses. Um, something, uh, one of the tools, that I use in my course is encouraging people to write down every single fear, stress, worry, anxiety that you have, like getting it down on paper for whatever reason makes it real so that you're actually okay with it. Like it's, it's, you need to be okay with these fears and recognize that this is just a part of life. Like 
It doesn't make me any less of a mom or any less of a person to have these anxieties. It actually just makes me human, you know, because we all have them and we always will. But to recognize them, that takes courage. And so to write down every single fear, doubt, worry, stress, anxiety, and my pages, like I would get pages of papers that would like, I would fill these papers. And then you start going back and one by one, um, finding a solution for each of those fears and anxieties. You start facing those fears, like intentionally facing each and every one. And it's amazing the burden and that weight that's lifted off your shoulders as you go through this process. Well, and you mentioned your fear of not feeling good enough, which as a silver medalist, hello, that is good. <laughs> that is really good. <laughs> but but it's, it's humbling to hear that even someone who got to nearly the top of their game, um, in their respective sport still had this like, but is it enough kind of feeling? And that's comforting to hear just, you know, as a, as a normal everyday person who tries to overcome those fears, not on an Olympic level. I imagine you had fears and anxieties both in the physical realm and the mental realm too, right? Overcoming some of your own self-limiting beliefs. So as you identified some of those emotional fears in your sport, with your sport and the fear of like going down the skeleton track, how did you uh, work through some of those? Oh, man. Even, even, you know, you say, you know, you're an Olympic athlete, but I still feel this way. Like even it's just, it's a part of being human, really just this natural man within us, natural woman within us. Um, just feeling like, you know, I, I feel inadequate as a mom, as a wife, as a, as a cook, like cooking meals or, or doing my work, you know? Um, but really it's just, uh, you know, you talk about how do you, how do you go through this? How do you move forward with these, with these thoughts? And honestly, the first thing I think is giving yourself some slack, not expecting perfection and um, expecting the road to never be straight. So I think if we expect ourselves to have bumps along the way and to have struggles to recognize. So this is also taught within my course that I just recently launched talking about how failure is actually something to celebrate. If we look back, I have a quote that I tell my kids all the time and I say, you win some, you learn some. You only lose some if you never learn. So I we try to implement this with our kids that every time they fail, that's actually a great opportunity for us to learn. So if if we're making mistakes, if we're afraid of making mistakes and saying something dumb or or tripping on the starting line, which I have had that fear before, um, if we're afraid of that, you know, but then when it actually happens, if we can just learn from it, we're actually going to grow. So if we just see our see this path that it's going to be winding and expect trials to come, but know and make the decision beforehand that we will learn from those experiences once they come we're going to be much better off because of it yeah and I think that's an important point that your brain thinks that whether it's an emotional fear or a physical fear that you're going to die like it doesn't know the difference between those two things right so oh, yeah. just like dipping your toe into the water of those fears and then saying to yourself oh, I didn't die. I'm okay. I can keep it's going. It's not as bad as I thought. Yes, right. yes, yes. <laughs> right. I feel like we make it so much worse in our heads. I love it. Noelle Pike-Pace is my guest today. She is a silver medalist for the 2014 Sochi Olympics. Now she has an online course that's going to help you be a better person. Noelle, this is so cool. Tell people where they can get it and what it's called and, and how people access it. 
Awesome. This is called Life Stacking, Shift from Good to Great. It's a course to help people live on purpose and to overcome their fears, to define their relationships, to strengthen their mindset, all these great principles that went into becoming an Olympian that helps individuals at every level and every stage of life. You can find it at noelpikespace.com. I love it. It was so nice to chat with you today. Noelle Pikespace, uh, we'll uh, be back next week on The Mom Show.